You're listening to The Bev Moore Show, broadcasting on the iHeart Network worldwide. I would like to welcome my guest, Emmanuel Vogier. Emmanuel is an award-winning actress, singer, and model. Welcome to the show, Emmanuel. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Great to have you. We're so excited. Uh, Emmanuel, let's first talk about your starring role in the sequel, Big Sky River, The Bridal Path, airing on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Yeah. Um, what, what really intrigued me, honestly, that got my attention, because I love horses, um, <laughs> is that you get to combine your love of acting with your love of horses in this movie. And that would be the, to me, that would be so exciting if I was able to do that. So tell us a little bit about this film. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, first of all, yes, you're absolutely right. It's, uh, you know, my, I get to combine, you know, my passion for horses and, and my, you know, my work, which I, I'm very passionate about as well. And to have, you know, to be able to come to set every day and, and see horses and be around horses and ride horses and get paid to do that um, is not, know. you know, like it's kind of like, uh, you know, a dream come true. So that, that was really, really, uh, really exciting for me. Uh, and to get to come back and do a sequel uh, and, and see all these wonderful people again, too. We just had such great chemistry and, and so much fun on set. Uh, but The Bridal Path is basically about, you know, uh, the challenges with combining families and, and you know, the, uh, like, basically Cabin, Cabin's character and my character get engaged, which is, you know, spoiler alert, it's not really because it says in the title Bridal Path. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Not telling you anything you didn't know. Um, and, you know, he has kids. I have a stepdaughter. I've settled into the fictional town of Ma- uh, Parable, Montana. And we're trying to fit and navigate how to, you know, what, what we're going to do, like where we're going to live. It's, the house isn't big enough for all of us, so we've got to find a place to live. And we've got to plan a wedding. And then, you know, the, the meshing of the two families with all the activities that the kids have, the after-school stuff, and then, you know, just it, it becomes, it like, it's, you know, the scheduling and the navigating and then, it, it, like, the stress that comes with planning a wedding and, you know, uh, wanting your partner to be involved in that and then having a partner that's like, eh, I don't know, you just, you, you do what you want to do. And it's like, what? No, this has to be us. This is not just my wedding, it's our wedding, you know. So all those all those fun things uh, that life throws at us, and uh, and I think it, the movie does a really nice job of sort of navigating that and showing you know um, giving people an inside look at it that you know might not be so inside because I think you know the majority of the population has gone through a version of this. So I think it's great. Awesome. Now you have Kevin. Is it Kevin or Kevin Smith? Cap, Kevin. Kevin Smith. Kevin. Kevin. Like my name, he, it gets butchered all the time. I, I, I think he stopped correcting people because it just happens too often. <laughs> so he just, he's like, yeah, right. I'm like, Kevin. I'm like, is that that's the new one? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I was I was just so happy that I pronounced your name correct uh, before the yeah. interview. I was. Terrified, I was like, eh, "Am I going to get this right? Am I going to get this wrong?" 
Um, but yeah, I was I was very happy that I got it right. But yeah, his name was a little tricky. I was like, it's C A V A N, which is unusual. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, so he is your fiance in the yeah. film. Yeah. Okay. And what? And then it also stars uh, Lachlan uh, Monroe. Yes, he is also in the film, and who he's just. I mean, there's a group of. He's hilarious, and I, I haven't had the pleasure of working with him until now. And I've known I've known Lachlan for, gosh, like over 20 years, and we'd run into each other. Like, when are we going to be working together, doing something together? You know, I just adore him, and um, we finally. We finally did get to work together, and uh, and same with like the rest of like there's a group of us on the cast, all, the adults, you know, all the girls, the ladies. We all know each other from you know just from being in the business, and we're, so I think Peter Benson, our director, had his hands full when we were all on set together because it was literally like you know summer camp reunion. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, he was like, yeah. okay, guys, guys quiet guys please listen to me <laughs> we're like okay it's peter we got to listen to peter <laughs> everybody's just having a blast together so you just all connected right yeah we really did and of course peter knows everyone too so it's it's just like it was one big you know happy family really oh see that's so good when everybody does that on set it just, uh-huh. it just makes it so much better you know you're listening to the bev moore show and we'll be right back after the break. When Subway opened, they changed the fast food game. But sometimes you gotta refresh to be fresh. Welcome to the Eat Fresh Refresh, where there's so much new, some say you can't fit in one ad. I say, we're talking a new All-American club, deli-style oven-roasted turkey, and... Oh, that's the new steak and cheese. Oh yeah, I knew that. That's the one with the new seasoning. And that was the new MVP Parmesan vinaigrette. Right, which makes the next level foot. You brush past me in the hallway and you don't think I, I, I can see it, do you? I've been watching you for ages and I spent my time trying not to feel it, but what would you do? Everything professional, but something's changed. It's something I I'd like. They keep watchful eyes on us, so it's best that we move fast and keep quiet. You don't believe half the things I. 
What I noticed is that the movies are based on the Linda Leo Miller novels. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, the novels loosely. are great. Have you read some of them? Yes. Oh, yes, I have. Huh. It's been, yeah, not recently. Not recently, okay. but, uh, but, but I am familiar, yes. Yeah, so, it's really cool because we have, you know, it's it's sort of a built-in, I mean, she's got you know, quite a few of them, um, of the Big Sky River novels. And and so it's kind of neat because it gives us, you know, a trajectory for, you know, if we do follow-ups to this one, which we all hope we do because we, we had so much fun, you know, doing the first two and they just seem to be getting better and better. Um, we have that as sort of a, you know, a, a map kind of, so to speak. And I think um, we're very lucky that, you know, we have a, a series of books to to keep that that's not just one book or two books it's like we actually have a series of books so it's great that's awesome and then the big news is that peter benson is back 
the director. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, well, he had to kind of, like, well, I would have been very upset if he hadn't come back. I, I, I don't think that, that, I think he, he would have, he would have also been very upset if he didn't come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody <laughs> loves Peter. And he's awesome. He's such an integral part of the success of, you know, the group and the, and the film. So, um, yeah, he makes, yeah. He, he, he's a great leader. Yeah. So this, uh, now how many Hallmark films have you done? This will be my fourth. I did one with Your Carrie fourth. Fisher. Yeah. I did one with Carrie Fisher, one with, uh, called It's Christmas Carol. I did one with Luke Perry called um, uh, It's uh, Love in Paradise. And then mm-hmm. these two Big Sky River ones. Oh, wow. So when did you start doing Hallmark films or what got you uh, interested in Hallmark? Um, I oh, so I start. I think the first one I did was probably ten years ago. That was the one with Carrie, and um, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't done one before, and and I always appreciated the sort of wholesome, family-friendly, you know, content that Hallmark put out there. And there was always a nice message and a happy ending, and so everything was sort of, you know, feel good, uh, feel good content, and. At the time, like 10 years ago, I didn't, you know, like I noticed it, I liked that. But I think with what's been going on in the world in the last five years or so of existence, <laughs> that that kind of content has become, you know, gone to the top of my list as far as things I want to watch uh, when I turn TV over the TV on. And also what I want to be in, like as far as, you know, being able to tell my friends that their kids can also watch the movie that I'm in, that it's not, you know, something where it's the content is too violent or uh, dark for kids to watch. So, I, I like, I, I like that. I, you know, I, I have a new, like, a newfound appreciation for that type of programming um, as of the last, I'd say, three, three to four years. It's just a safe haven. You yeah, feel safe. exactly. Right. There's enough right. crap going on that when you turn the, you know, like the news on or whatever. I mean, I don't even watch the news anymore. I can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, just like, no. I'm like, nope, nope. It's it's Hallmark. It is. <laughs> but but there's enough dark stuff out there without adding to it. You know, every time you turn on uh, any of the platforms and things, it's like a lot of the stuff is heavy and. Uh, dark, uh, and I, I just I, I would rather be a part of something with a positive, happy message that makes people feel good. Right, and I don't blame you. I really don't. I I know. Anytime we have family get-togetherings, I mean, that's that's the station that is on in Hallmark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, it's like in the, the house and it's, it's always Hallmark. <laughs> yeah, and there's something comforting about it too. Like just. And you can kind of tune in at any given point in time, and the, the stories and the scripts are, are constructed in such a way that you, even if you've missed half the movie, you, you really haven't missed the, half the movie because you can kind of jump in and go, okay, yeah, yeah, I, can, I, I get what's going on, and, and just kind of enjoy the rest of the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're pretty much a familiar face on Hallmark because that's one thing with Hallmark films. You have those actors that, you know their faces because they've been in they've been in enough films where you know you, they're just like 
the everyday face, a household face. You know what I right. mean? Like a household name, they're mm-hmm. a household face when it comes to Hallmark. And, and, you know, that's pretty much what you are as well. Right. I think that's kind of part of their, you know, I, I, I don't want to speak for them, but I, from judging from what, you know, what's, what you just said and what I've seen on there as well, um, part of their business model is like, you know, familiar faces that people that have been around, that have been successful, that, uh, that people know and like, and, and then give them, uh, you know, have, like they have this sort of extended platform on Hallmark where, yeah, they become part of a family, essentially, of, of family-friendly uh, programming and things, that, and, and sort of it's its own, Hallmark feels like its own world. It's like its own little bubble of, you know, content and existence and this little, it's like a little happy Hallmark Disneyland, I guess. I don't know. That's, that's kind of how I see it. It's like, it's like Disneyland on television. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? I can relate. I can definitely relate. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. The season's open for possibilities. And this spring, the outdoors are in. It's time to see the outside not for what it is, but for all it can be. To go somewhere new, you don't have to log miles. Just open your mind. The place you want to go might be just outside your door. Lowe's. Home to any budget. Home to any possibility. I 
And welcome back. Well, congratulations on this new show. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited for people to see it. I think, you know, if you enjoyed last last year's one um, that we did, this one, from what I've seen of it, it, I mean, and I'm not just saying it because I'm in it and, you know, obviously I want it to do well. But um, but I, having said that, it actually looks, it looks visually looks even more beautiful. The performances, I feel, are, are even stronger now that, uh, I think also because we all knew each other that much better and had that much more of a rapport, so that only lends itself to, you know, just a more uh, just stronger performances across the board. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what people think. That's awesome. Well, I'll I'll let you know after I watch it. I'll I'll reach out to you and let you know what I think about it. Okay? Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep in touch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, um, you know, you've done a lot of sitcoms in the past. Mm-hmm. So tell me, tell me uh, how your experience with sitcoms and how how that relates to Hallmark in relation to Hallmark films. Um, I mean, doing sitcoms was, you know, it yeah, being in front of a live audience was something completely different for me. So that was somewhat terrifying at first, and then I learned to really enjoy it and and have fun with it. Uh, whereas with Hallmark, it's you know you're you're on a set with just your crew, and and it's a completely different type of format. So you're not moving from location, or you're moving from location to location, or whatever, and uh, you're not on a stage necessarily. Whereas everything. With a sitcom, for the most part, 90% of it is shot on on a stage at the studio. So, um, you know, they differ that way. I I loved the lightness and the fun that it uh, it brought to you know my life and career kind of thing. Like, and and same with Hallmark. There's a levity to it, which is uh, which is nice. Okay. So that's pretty much the difference, is it the live audience? I mean, that had to be intriguing. Um, oh, yeah, the live be... audience is totally, yeah, that, it was jarring at first. I was like, oh, boy, this is a <laughs> whole different world. Because <laughs> you also yeah, have to that's... time your lines, too. You know, like if there's a laugh, you have to wait until the laugh starts to die down before you come in with your next line. So it can kind of, it, sometimes it can mess up the flow of a scene, or the timing, mm. you know, the timing of a joke and that sort of thing. Uh, but you just you have to, you, I mean, it's something you learn, and, and eventually it's just, you know, it's it's just second nature. But it's at first I was like, oh, right, because if you talk right away, if you jump into your next line right away um, and they're laughing, they can't hear what you're saying. So that was brought to my attention the first few times I did it. <laughs> and I was oh like, my God. all right, got it. I was like, won't do that again. <laughs> yeah, you just have to learn to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, and that takes training, uh, just training on on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was lucky I got the best, you know, the best kind of uh, boot camp in the world on one of the number one shows on television. You know, that was my first time doing that. So it was, um, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I mean, I got, you know, the best training I could have had. So it was like in that, in that sense of like somebody who had no idea about sitcoms uh, coming into it. That's so exciting. 
So, so how long did you do sitcoms? Over what period of time, or you know, how long did you do that, or when did you um, start? I started in the second season, and then um, uh, like a second season of a show, and then I like it went on for. I mean, I did a couple of seasons where I, I was there heavily, and then and then after that, it was sort of like once a year, I would come back and do something. But that was yeah, yeah. That's so exciting. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. Have a Sprite and cheer for Sonia.
welcome back. I guess the thing that I was going to ask you was, um, what? How did you discover your passion for acting? How did it all begin? Uh, I was in second grade, and I did like a, a school play. It was like you know a Christmas thing that we were doing in um, in the second grade for you know a Christmas pageant or something of that sort. And I was an understudy for one of the characters, and uh, the girl got sick one night, and I got to step in and 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 do you know do her role or whatever and i really enjoyed it i was like oh this is this is fun i like this i started doing more theater in school um growing up and then decided you know i want like the the uh film and television industry and in vancouver at the time was starting to grow and become more prominent and and so i i um yeah just decided that that's what i wanted to do and started studying and taking classes and found myself an agent at some at some point. I did in that time also, I was modeling overseas, so I was coming back and forth um, doing that. But then I eventually stopped doing that and just sort of focused on the, the film and TV. Well, well, another thing I was going to ask too, because I always love to hear this, what people tell me is on this, but what what is the acting process for you? Like how you feel minutes prior to starting or before you start being someone else on camera? Um, I think it depends. I mean, it depends on the role, you know, for something like what I did in Big Sky River, that's fairly close to who I am as a person. But at the same time, um, you know, you're like, you want to be focused and grounded and connected to the other character, to the other person that you're working with. So um, for me, it's just, yeah, it's about that connection more than anything. I mean, you know, in something like Big Sky River, it's like I make sure that I'm pretty much off book before we even begin shooting. Like I know my dialogue pretty much 90% um, just because they move so quickly. I mean, they get we shoot these in three weeks, three five-day weeks, and they move fast, and sometimes things get things get thrown at you like, oh, we're going to pull up, you know, we're, we're ahead of schedule, we're going to pull up this scene from such and such a day when we're back in this location. So we can get ahead, and if you don't know what that is, then you know your performance is going to suffer. It's going to hold things up. Um, it's just better if you're prepared to do it. Uh, now, it's not always possible if you're super busy and you're shooting stuff back to back, and you have to jump into a film, and you're you know you're just day to day. You're go like you, you do what you can do. But um, if I have the time, I like to come in prepared so that so then I can just relax and be like, okay. Now, all, my only job is to make sure I'm connected and grounded and focused on what I'm doing and not worrying about dialogue or what else, whatever else they might be throwing at you. Right. Well, can you tell us a little bit about um, the se- You were in uh, Lost Girl. Mm-hmm. You did five seasons in Lost Girl. Can you tell us about, because you were, the, the character was, uh, was it, how do you pronounce it, Morgan? The Morgan, Morgan. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that character and a little bit about your experience on that show? Um, yeah. The, so the Morgan was the leader of the Dark Fae. And, um, you know, I, I was always scheming and trying to, you know, I was just always up to no good. Uh, but, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. You know, like it's fun, it's fun to get to play the bad guy uh, and not not play it like the bad guy, but just, you know, like – 
like you're the good guy. Uh, but yeah, we had that that particular show, the cast and the crew. Like we, that was another one of those sort of special groups of people. I mean, we're all still friends and keep in touch to this day. And um, and it's it was a pretty special situation. Um, but yeah, we had. I mean, you know, I would I would just be I would come in, you know, uh, for a bunch of episodes a season, and I just fly into Toronto and because that's where I shot. And so I I wasn't there all of the time, but the times I was there, we we always had a good amount of fun, and uh, there was no no lack of you know laughter and and uh, pranks and all kinds of things <laughs> on that set. It was it was it was a good time. Wow. Yeah, I remember. Um, I didn't watch that one. I never did watch that series, but I, I, I need to go back and watch it now that I've interviewed you and we've met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need, to, I need to I need to look it up because I'm sure it's streaming uh, in different somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll have to find it. Um, tell me about your horror films. You've done a lot of horror films, haven't you? Yeah. Um... It's funny, a lot of people always ask me, you know, is it scary being in a horror movie? <laughs> like, not really, because you're literally, like, you'll be standing at craft services, which is, for those who don't know, you know, where they have all your snacks and things like that, so you go and eat a lot of junk food there. Hopefully there's more than just junk food, but a lot of the time it revolves around junk food. And <laughs> you're standing there and there's, you know, somebody with a half-blown-off head or, like, blood all over them and, you know, just having a sandwich (laughs) so it's it's kind of ridiculous um when i see them like i mean there's some that i've gone to the theater like or gone to the premieres and watched the movie in the theater at the premiere and i can't even watch like when i'm watching it you know because i like i like to a lot of some of them or at least some of the ones that i've done I like to describe it as torture porn is really kind of what they are. And I'm like, okay, how many more ways are we going to just torture people and kill them? Uh, and I can't watch people getting pulled apart, like, limb by limb. I'm just like, okay, this, it's not – I don't mind being in them, but it's, they're, I'm not a horror movie person. Like, that, that's not my jam. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'll leave the watching of them for – for the people who enjoy for other that, people, but yeah, yeah, you, you, <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm not horror horror film either, so I completely understand what you're saying. Um, you know, when you're making the film, it's one thing, but watching it is different. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I like yes. thrillers, like all you know, psychological thrillers and like kind of action and that kind of thing. Like that stuff, I can get into. And you know, and mm-hmm. also be, being in them is fun. But it's yeah, the horror, <laughs> the whole horror genre. I'm like, it's fun to be in them. I just um, yeah, watching them. I'm just like, yep, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'll stick to my Hallmark. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, stick to Hallmark. Big difference. Hallmark and horror, big difference. Totally Very different. big difference. Yeah, <laughs> it's opposite, as a matter of fact. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. 
Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Can you tell us a little bit about your voiceover acting? Um, you know, because you know that's a whole different spectrum. Yeah, I mean, I I was do I, so I've done the Need for Speed um, Need for Speed Carbon, which was a video game, and that was I had never done anything like that before at the time when I did do it, and that was a blast because the car games were like my thing, like when I, you know. I go to the arcade, which is not a lot, but if I'm at, if they happen to see something, uh, it, it's always the car games that I gravitate to. I like the driving games, um, so uh-huh. it was fun to get to do one. And um, and then you know they're putting it together, they're kind of working on them actively as you're shooting. So we were doing green screen, and they had like computers everywhere set up, and and they were building the game as we were, you know as we were doing stuff. So I got to basically play every level of the game to some degree. They would just unlock the level for me and, like, you know, they'd give me whatever tools and things I wanted that you would have to earn, like, if you were playing it from the beginning like any normal person. But I just happened to, you know, be lucky enough to be sitting there with the the gaming engineers and, and they were just, you know, they're like, okay, well, which car do you want? And, you know, you want extra NOS? And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. 
<laughs> so it's, just, it's pretty. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, faster. Okay, yeah, give me that. Um, so yeah, it was fun. It was that that was a blast, and I've done a, like um, a couple of other things, like animation wise and and uh, you know commercial wise, but uh, but I, I that you know that was my sort of first kind of dive into that world, and then since then I've dabbled here and there with that. But it's 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 fun. I mean, it's it's. Uh, uh, it's different from what I'm used to doing, so I like the variety. Yeah, that seems like it would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, i tell you one thing I re- it really popped out is all of the recognition that you've got. I mean, let, I mean, with your inner and outer beauty uh, featured on Maxim's Top 100 list twice, not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And then here we are, and then you're named fifth on the Femme Fatal, is it Fatal? Oh, Femme Fatale. Fatale. Femme yeah. Fatale magazine's 50 sexiest women on the planet. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on it's, now. It, <laughs> it's all very flattering, I mean, and you know, it depends who's who's making those lists. <laughs> so. I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, let's see. What are you eating? What are you doing? Uh, we need you need to give us a, a breakdown so we can figure out your secrets here. The <laughs> um, sexiest women on the planet, and you were named. Uh, I can't really say it on the air, but you know, sexiest woman alive on the six for the sixth time. Oh, on smart bleep. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, yeah, it, smart. You know, and we won't say the rest. Magazine. And yeah. I'm thinking, okay, this woman is she's pretty bad. Um, and then you've graced the covers of Max, let's see, Maxim, then that one, then Dulce Vita, Flair, I guess you pronounce it, uh, U-M-M, and then mm-hmm. is it Status, Modern Dog, L.A. Health, Vancouver View, Vancouver Lifestyles, Western Living Condo, Donato, Stepping Out, Infamous, my gosh! <laughs> I, well, I've been around you, for a while. <laughs> you, you really have your modeling career. You have got a, It sounds to me like your modeling career is outrageous. Well, those were all done as press for shows, uh, for the most part. The, my modeling career, you wouldn't even. I mean, I, I modeled in Japan. And did like catalog work, so that was that was different. That was an entirely different type of modeling. So you mean there's more? You mean there's more that we need to know? I mean, besides this? 
No, I don't think no one needs to know about the stuff I did in Japan just because, although I'm sure people can dig it up somewhere. But, like, if you say you would laugh because it's just, like, you know, it's, like, cutesy, like, Sears catalog type stuff. It's not, you know, it's not this oh, stuff. Oh, um, okay. Right? Okay. But that stuff, like, when you went to, like, those are the things that pay really well in Japan. Um, you would, like, right. so, it's, like, you know, it, it's all, yeah, it's just, it's. Anyone who's been there knows what I'm talking about. Well, the women who've done that know what I'm talking about. It's like you, you, you don't go there for tear sheets, which are basically like, you know, the, the covers of magazines and things like that that will get you the jobs. You go there with those tear sheets, and then you, you get the jobs that pay a lot of money, which are like the, you know, campaigns for uh, Sears-type places, like the, you know, uh, uh, lingerie companies, like, you know, like, but, like, not, like, McColl, for example, like, very conservative, like, you know, um, and then, like, body glove swimsuits and things like that. So it was, it was an interesting, it was an interesting time. <laughs> very different from, well, congratulations. from the stuff you're talking congratulations. about. <laughs> yeah, but congratulations on everything that you have been nominated and won and been recognized for. I mean, you have done amazing. So oh, thank in your you career. so much. Thank you. Yes, yes. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. Jake from State Farm. I really want that personal price plan. So I'll admit it. I'm a bath bomb guy. Dude, you do not need to get that personal. The State Farm personal price plan simply helps you create an affordable price just for you. For real? Who's ready for their jazz bath? No? <laughs> Who is that guy? Jazz bath? Call or click to get a quote today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Things are getting real. Jesus, take the wheel. Only way I'm getting to the other side. Days are getting dark, life's a little hard Blinding but I'm trying not to lose sight I don't got this, I know you got this yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll believe it before I see it yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're gonna see me through it If anybody can, you can do it God, I know in the trial and the pain Fire and the rain, you're gonna see me through it You're gonna see me through it If anybody can, you Falls. Who am I gonna call? The one who put it up there in the first place. Full scale attack, devil on my back. Better lace him up and go put on my game face. I don't got this, I know you got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I believe it before I see it. Yeah, yeah. I know you're gonna see me through it. If anybody can, you can do it. Gotta know in the trial. Sitting in the back rock bottom, praise in the air if you got them. Our God is bigger than all our problems. The only one who knows how to solve them. So if you're sitting in the back rock bottom, praise in the air if you got them. Our God is bigger than all our problems. The only one who knows how to solve them. So
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're going to see me through it. And welcome back. Uh, I also want to mention, um, you know, what you do. You're an avid animal lover, it, it looks like, and, mm-hmm. and I am too. So that, that really stuck out. And, and that you raise money for various uh, animal charities. And I also do the same thing. So, uh, so that, that was good to see. Yeah, no, we, um, we just recently partnered with um, Horses and Heroes, which is just outside of Ocala, and they take in retired. Mindy Morrow runs the um, runs the organization, and they take in retired show horses and work with young girls who you know come from difficult backgrounds. Some live at or below the poverty line, and, um, and they help their families with you know gas and food and things that they might need and then also um, they go and take part in Mindy's horsemanship program on her ranch where they learn how to care for a horse and ride a horse and um, you know and also just like the camaraderie that these girls you know they have each other and stuff and every every girl that's gone through her program that's like stuck to the program and been through the whole thing has graduated high school and gone on to do you know, uh, something with their lives, whether it be join the military or, you know, further their their education and careers in some way. So that's, uh, I'm very excited and proud to be um, supporting her cause. Oh, that's wonderful. That's awesome. It really is. Uh, and I'm so glad to hear that you do that. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's rewarding. And I, I'm actually, I'm going to head out there at the end of August this year to go see the farm because I've only spoken to her on the phone and watched videos and, you know, I, I, and spoken to friends. I found her through um, various contacts that I have and, and she was exactly what I was looking like, the, exactly the kind of organization I was looking for. So um, I'm really excited to meet her in person. She sounds amazing. That's great. Well, I'm going to ask you just a few more things, and then we'll mm-hmm. close up. There's, this next question is, you know, it's just a blow, blow, blow me away question and something just off the wall. But if you had the chance to put something on billboards worldwide next week, anything, what would it be? Huh my head right now is, you know, Mindy's uh, nonprofit, which is Horses and Heroes, and a photo of, like, one of the young girls with one of the horses, one of the retired horses, you know? Uh, I don't know. Like, that just, that's yeah. the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> but I'm that's sure there's what better I things, were gonna say. like, you know, so <laughs> or better, more creative ways to use that with, with her charity, but, like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say. Yes, I sure did. <laughs> And and that that question when you were talking about that question just came out of just popped in my head. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, if you can put a bill, I, I should have like me, my face everywhere, just me, just me. <laughs> no. And then you're, <laughs> then, of course, since you've made all these magazines, you know, <laughs> having your you on there. I mean, look at the attraction you'd make. I mean, that would be some billboard, right? Just a, a collage of, of things that I've done. No, that would, I would be I would, <laughs> the last thing I would want. I would so much rather have somebody's, you know, retired horse up there with, like, some 
cute young girl that like is happy and and riding and and enjoying you know the some you know some fun in her life and you know getting you know what she needs whether it, it right. in whatever way yeah but that is a beautiful gesture absolutely so the last question is what advice can you give to others in your industry who might need that push uh, uh, and and think outside the box i guess Outside. I mean, whenever I like, whenever people ask me that, I'm just like, you know, if you need that push, I like stick with it. It's not, it's you know, it's not an easy industry. It's not an easy job. Uh, it, it has ups and downs. It's not, oh, you know, it, like if if it's truly what you want to do, if you if you can't think of anything else you'd rather be doing, if you can think of something you'd rather be doing, go do that. <laughs> but if it's truly what you love to do, then stick to it you know, study, always be, you know, always be learning and, and expanding and and just keep going, you know, and keep, don't give up. I, I you know, I, like I could have given up hundreds of times, uh, you know, if I had just been like gotten frustrated. And, I mean, there's, there have been frustrated and disappointed more times than, you know, than I, than I've not been. However, the times that things have worked out has made up for, you know, the other times. But but there are things mm -hmm. I look back in my career that, you know, I go, wow, if that had happened, my life would be totally different. Or, if that, you know, that almost happened, but it didn't. You know, and it's like, we can't focus on that. It's like, <laughs> you gotta, you got to just keep looking forward. So, keep and, looking and forward. be grateful. Yeah, and be grateful for the, the steps that you make moving forward and mm -hmm. and you know um it doesn't always happen in one big leap it's it, little baby steps and and you'll get there right great advice thank you so much you're welcome and i just want yeah and i want to thank you for being a fabulous guest on the bevmore show today thank you well thank you so much for having me and i appreciate you taking the time um, yes. Yeah. And I wish you continued success, and and I can't wait for the Hallmark movie to come out, and I'll keep you posted after I watch it. Perfect. And, um, I, I want to know what you think. <laughs> absolutely. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. Dancing in the kitchen, you singing my favorite song. Swinging on the front porch, just laughing at the dogs. I swear you love me more when you're whispering goodnight. All those little moments are every reason why I'm homesick. This feeling that I'm feeling, no, we don't quit. It's like half of me is missing, heaven knows it. Sign with a line out the door. Sold out some 
little town I've never been before Yeah, they're screaming my name This is what we dreamed about But out here singing about you, baby All I'm thinking about is how I'm homesick This feeling that I'm feeling, no, we don't quit It's like half of me is missing, heaven knows That all I want to do is be alone with Your brown eyes are tangled up, just hold On to you tonight until the morning Baby, that's the damn truth If home is where the heart is, I'm Thanks for tuning in to the Bev Moore Show. I hope you've enjoyed this program and will tune in for many more. Until next time, take care. <laughs>